0: what's up y'all it's whitley and you're tuned in to another wondering whitley session tonight i'm thinking about being impeccable with your word that is not a phrase i made up it is from the book the four agreements if you haven't read that book um and you're really interested in the spiritual journey that's definitely a book that i would recommend it's very uh Simplistic and not to demean your intelligence, but I mean, it's a very light read, Um, the language and the metaphors and just how he expresses what I think are are very intricate kind of spiritual concepts. He explains them in a very very simple way and it goes through four different agreements that he says you know you should make with yourself with life so that you may free yourself to be able to uh, engage with life in a very different way and the very first one is to be impeccable with your word and to sum up that chapter, chapter, he challenges the reader to speak with authority, to speak with integrity, to be mindful of the things that we say, to be mindful of the things that we say to ourselves and others, and uh, to make sure what we're saying that we really believe is true. And he talks about how we kind of say things haphazardly, And I love this concept because I've been looking at the way that I speak much more often, like even with just simple things like if I'm around the house and I'm like, man, I can't do this. And I'm like, Whitley, don't say that to yourself. You know, in this moment, you know, on the surface, this may be true, but it's like our subconscious mind, it doesn't recognize true or false it doesn't recognize good or bad it doesn't recognize up from down it recognizes whatever the energy is behind what you're thinking and speaking so the energy of I can't usually comes with an emotion of us feeling down about ourselves that we can't so it implants that emotion with that I am (laughs) statement and whatever comes after that and it's going to make it completely reality it's going to make it something that you will continue well in this case me continue to not be able to do and then some of us do this in big ways where we can have a mindset that we're always you know shaming ourselves or guilting ourselves or thinking that we're less than or maybe we're comparing ourselves or maybe we do use our words to speak against ourselves or others and we're not really being mindful about what words are coming out of our mouths it reminds me of um the biblical story of Moses and Moses um if you don't know who Moses is in the Bible Moses grew up he he was born as as a slave and then uh Feral at the time was killing you know young boys because you know I'm not going to go into all that but he was killing young boys and so his mom put him in a river and he ended up being raised as one, one of the princes he ended up being raised in the kingdom and so as he got older he recognized you know that he really wasn't one of them you know he wasn't a royal in his eyes and God did that intentionally so he ran away for some years and then God met him in a burning bush and was like hey you got to go back you got to free my people you know tell Pharaoh to let my people go and Moses like wait a minute like me I'm not no royal I can't go up in here he like no you was raised there you know the code of ethics like go in there with confidence I'll be with you And one of Moses' stumbling blocks is he kept saying, you know, he kept saying, I'm not this, I'm not that. Um, I have a stuttering problem. I can't speak. And God was like, I'll give you the words to say. And I think that's so powerful. And he used to say, well, who should I say sent me? And he said, I am that I am. And I think that's such a powerful statement because if God says, I'm going to give you the words to speak and say, I am that I am. It is my belief that, you know, that means for us, whether you believe in, you know, you read the Bible or not, what that means just stripped down to me is that anything after I am is what you are. Anything after I am is what will be. Anything after I am is that you are, you know, it, it will be established. It will be so. When Jesus asked the blind man, you know, do you believe that that I can, you know, that you can see? And he was like, well, go, be it unto you. Now had that man, you know, believed that one eye would be healed, he would only have one eye. You know, but he believed both of his eyes would be open and he'll be able to see once he left his presence. And he was able to do that according to your belief. He said, according to your belief, be it unto you. And so there are multiple times in even that spiritual text where it reminds us what we believe, what we think, what we say. That's what it is. And I think that's such a powerful, you know, and there are many spiritual texts that affirm the same thing. You know, your word is your wand. You know, you can go to metaphysics to Christianity, like you'll find the same structure of what you think, what you speak, you know, what comes out of your mouth, what you affirm is what it will be. And a lot of us without realizing it can be very haphazard, like very just loose and not really thinking about the things that we say. And it's not just what we say to other people. It's especially what we affirm over ourselves or what we think about ourselves and most definitely what we speak all the time. You know, it won't work if in your meditation you're doing all these positive things for 10 or 20 minutes of your day and then you get up for the next, you know, 18 hours and you spend, you know, seven of those hours in negativity you know that 10 minutes that you spent on your mat or in silence won't matter so you have to make it to where at least 50 to 60 percent of your day you know you're you're in that vibration of clarity you're in that vibration of speaking well over yourself or you're in silence you know um there's a saying if you don't have nothing nice to say don't say it at all and usually we We think about that in relationship to us saying something to somebody else, like keeping our thoughts to ourselves, but very rarely do we allow that to be a reflection and consideration for how we deal with ourselves. You know, if you don't have nothing nice to say about yourself, don't say anything at all. I told y'all in one of the episodes what I was experiencing when I was out of town, um, and first when I got there like I had the thing going on in my room but because so many people were checking out and then so many people were checking in at the same time for the conference um, when we were getting there it took them hours to get the room ready because they were short staffed with the cleaning staff so I was there what at like three or four and I didn't get in my room until almost nine o'clock you know and this is San Marcos if you've ever been to San Marcos Texas like I think it's more so of a college and uh, vacation type town but it's nowhere where it's just like you can hang out like so I was just kind of hanging out doing other stuff like you know on my computer and whatnot. but it was hours before we got into the room and because of what was going on with like me not knowing if I was gonna have my room, me figuring out how it was gonna get paid for, it and all of that. I was I was trying to be calm, but also I was extra salty. And so the room not being ready, I really didn't mind. Like I understood that um, that it was gonna take some a long time. But I once I get on this negative train of like thinking negative and being worried, like everything. I'm nitpicking everything. So I got to the counter, you know, and I came in about three times, is my room ready yet? And um, she was like, oh, I'm sorry. We were supposed to send you a text message. Yes, ready. And this is about nine o'clock, you know, and because I had experienced what I experienced with my uh, room and then they was like, we need to put another card on file for the incidentals. And I was like, why you can't charge the card that I just put on there? So I'm getting extra mad, you know, just about the money situation and I didn't really care that the room took all day like I wasn't tripping I understood but then I started nitpicking about the room and I'm like and what's y'all's policy on y'all taking all day on the room (laughs) he was like I'm sorry you know you know and I really didn't even care like when he said whatever he said I can't remember because I zoned out because I wasn't tripping about the room but Here I am because I'm worried and thinking about one thing that's really already taken care of. I'm being, you know, it's starting this, me on this negative type cycle where everything I see will start being critical or scrutinized. And I'm really thankful for that awareness now. Like I I know where I can go when I get on one negative trip like my whole energy changes and then like I just keep on going and I hate getting on social media when I get in those moods because I'm critical of everything when I see that I'm being very very critical of a lot like dang why you got on that cut? like just dumb stuff like it'll be dumb stuff that I'm <laughs> that I'm looking at like dang why I put this sock on this way and that like stupid stuff like real stupid stuff and I know that's when I need to take a break and what I practiced when I was out of town it's like I'm not gonna say nothing and I just kind of listened to a message that night and I wrote in my journal just one thing I was like God thank you for awareness I'm not gonna say nothing else tonight because I don't want to spew out this negative energy that I'm feeling and just to have that moment with myself like I'm not telling myself I can't feel what I'm feeling like frustration anger all of that's necessary but even in that I wanted to practice being impeccable with my word because what we don't realize is well I can speak for me is that I I believe that the emotion of anger and frustration and anxiety, um, those emotions, because of the energy it rouses up, I think those emotions are very powerful in creating. And so I don't want to create with those emotions. And the thing is, my subconscious mind doesn't really speak English it speaks energy so whatever I say in the energy of what I'm feeling which is not at that time positive emotions my subconscious mind is going to imprint that and that's going to be true and I and I knew if that would have happened you know I would have been reaping some other consequences throughout the weekend because what I was speaking in a time when I didn't feel good or when I wasn't you know in this state of like flow so I was choosing just to be silent. I was like, let me get off social media. Let me uh, read this book. Let me watch this little video and let me go to sleep. And I did and I got up and I was like, I'm not gonna worry about it no more. Whatever I'm worried about has already been taken care of. You know, by the time I leave here, everything is gonna be good. And I kept affirming that and everything did work out, you know. Um, and I'm And I'm grateful for that, but I just believe that sometimes, well not sometimes, I believe that's always how it works. Like sometimes we have to put boundaries on ourselves. It's not about always being positive, even though we're working towards learning how to put ourselves back into a positive state of mind. Um, and I talked about this on one, another podcast is that positivity and happiness um, is not exactly synonymous they're not really the same thing like happiness you know is an emotion why I think positivity is a state of being it's a mindset and to me a positive mindset just means that you know your whole world can be falling apart and you can be devastated that it's falling apart you can be scared that it's falling apart while at the same time You can have a perspective on it, even in your devastation that says, this is going to work out for me. It has to work out for me. God is my provider. God is my source. What opportunity is this giving me to learn? And all while you're asking those questions, you can be falling apart inside, you know, or even outside. Because to be positive or to have a positive mindset doesn't mean you're not going to experience emotions outside of happiness so I just want you to get that clear just in case you are listening to this and you're in that state of how am I supposed to be happy about this no you're not the same things you're not trying to always be happy you want to be real about your emotions you want to practice your emotions Well, process your raw and authentic emotions you want to give yourself that space but you also want to understand um your emotions are fleeting and what you're experiencing is for that moment and there is always an opportunity to go beyond and to grow beyond what it is that you're experiencing from your vantage point And that's where your words come in. And if you feel like I don't have the words to be positive, I don't have the words to really affirm anything else I would say, just choose silence. Choose silence or simply say, God is my source and everything always works out for me. God is my source and everything always works out for me. God is my source and everything always works out for me. God is my source and everything always works out for me. God is my source and everything always works out for me. God is my source and everything always works out for me. Just keep repeating that. That is a prayer. That is a mantra. And you can create your own. But that's You know, sometimes when I feel like I don't have anything else to say, and I'm like, I don't even know what to ask for. I say God is my source, and everything is always working out for me. And it always does. Even when I'm feeling negative, I can't continue to repeat that without some part of me starting to light up, lighten up. Like, Whitley, just chill. (laughs) Like, eventually, you know, something comes over me where it's just like, just chill, because I've repeated it so much. So don't think that you have to be a guru or a monk, you know, or, you know, sit in church every Sunday to be able to know how to pray or know how to, you know, get in a vibration, get in a mindset, or even to practice on being impeccable with your words. Sometimes you're just simple sentences. God is my source. Be still and know that I am God. I'm divinely taken care of. They can be simple sentences, but God is my source and everything is always working out for me is key. Because one, the first part of that affirms that you understand that there's a source greater than you that's always ever present, that's looking out for you. And then that second part affirms everything always works out for me. Even in the midst where it looks like it's not, you know, um, and that's a very practical way to change your mindset in a moment where you're not feeling it. When you don't have anything good to say, um, but also just practically practice being impeccable with your word and being impeccable with your word starts with being mindful of the words that you already speak towards yourself or towards others Um, and just being mindful of what you say Um, and the last thing I'll leave you with why I think this is important is because on social media there's a lot of pages you know that you'll see like with quotes that you'll probably relate to and things that'll you know that you can definitely sit in the amen section of but probably could be toxic or you know they're just funny in the moment but sometimes you know, they can be things that you're really thinking. Like, I made a post today, and it said, instead of saying uh, they missed out on a good thing, try. I am valuable, and the person who who is for me will be able to acknowledge, identify, uh, what did I say, acknowledge, identify, and be able to reciprocate the love and value that I'm willing to give, that I can give, that I have to offer, something like that. And both of them affirm our worth. You know, both of them affirm our worth. But to me, this is just my experience with these words. I was like, I can do better in affirming this because when I do say things like, you know, oh, he missed out on a good thing or she missed out on a good thing or they missed out on not choosing me for this job or position. Um, That comes with a, a level of it's feeding my ego for the moment. It's making me feel good in the moment while simultaneously feeding my resentment that I didn't get chosen. While simultaneously not allowing me to grow beyond what I feel about being rejected or not chosen or abandoned, you know, while the other affirmation of I am valuable in the person or opportunity that's for me will be able to perceive my value, acknowledge it, and reciprocate. They're able to give it back to me, you know. And that affirmation is detached from any person, place, or theme, whereas the first first affirmation is attached to you know that person I'm seeing my worth I'm seeing my value through they missed out on me you know which can boost your energy but when I started telling myself that over time I had to also watch that you know I was always reminded that it didn't work out how I wanted it to when I said an affirmation like that and what really made me create that is because I saw another post that I actually agreed with is somebody said, you know, some people ain't out here just fumbling regular bags. They out here fumbling people who are just as worthy. And I just thought that, you know, so many people liked that post and I liked it too, you know, and I was like, you know, well, even that, you know, I don't want to continue to remind myself of a relationship a job or an opportunity that didn't work out the way I wanted it to because in order for somebody to write a post like that they have to have experienced rejection am I wrong for thinking that you know in order for somebody to write a post people out here fumbling good people somebody had to have felt fumbled (laughs) somebody had to have felt rejected in order to write something like that and nothing's wrong with it I think that's while all of us can agree with that or be in the amen section of that but I had to tell myself this is just for me <laughs> um I don't want to continue to remind myself of something that I wanted to work out that didn't and affirmations like that make me feel good in the moment but they don't they also like you know touch on that bit of resentment that I'm still draining out of me of not being chosen so I had to pick something else and when I started affirming myself just in relationship to God and universal law and to myself that I am valuable and the right people person opportunities who are for me are going to be able to recognize that That affirmation is detached from any one person, place, or thing. And then it gives me the opportunity and it frees me up to just be able to discern who is going to be able to give that back to me, who is going to be able to acknowledge it, who is going to be able to receive it um, in the way that I want to give it. And to me, that's more empowering. But I add this at the end is because to me, just even that little shift. Is me practicing being impeccable with my word, being impeccable with the way that I'm affirming things, and the intention behind it, and the way that it makes me feel through and through as I affirm it over myself. So, um, I'll leave it at that. I I do want to challenge you with something, regardless of when you listen to this episode I'm recording this on a Friday night so the next two days will be Saturday and Sunday but even if you listen to this on a Monday and the next two days are Tuesday and Wednesday I want you to do this challenge for the next two days just observe anything that you say after I am observe what you say after I am don't try to stop yourself immediately just kind of observe and sometimes you may miss it but it just brings an awareness like for the next two days observe the things that you think or that you say out loud to yourself or while you're alone while you're writing or just even in passing in small conversations just observe what you say after I am throughout the next two days and I just mean all day whenever you can think about it you may think about it later like (laughs) you may only do it for like an hour you may get to the end of your day like dang I said this earlier Um, because sometimes we're practicing awareness that's how it works but I just want you to be aware of what you say casually after I am statements yes Or I don't. Just after, even after you say I am. I mean, I. I. Anything that starts with an I, just observe what you say after I. But especially I am. And with that awareness, after you gain the awareness after what you say, you make a choice. Do you like the way you casually speak about yourself? Do you like, um you know, what you're affirming. Can you see how the things that you've been casually speaking consistently show up in your life, the way that you speak it, or they've created the results that you see and that you're living now? And if this has been, you know, what you're speaking, that everything that you're living now was actually created in the past. So if you become aware of how you're speaking now, that's going to indicate what your future will look like. in the future it can be a week from now, it can be a year from now. So um, yeah, I just want you to be aware. I'm not gonna tell you what they do with that information, but just be aware, and then that next step is to ask yourself: do you like what you're creating with your uh with your words? So I love you so much. Um, as always, you can reach me at my website at whitleyandgreen.com. You can also find my blog there. I'm available at Wandering Whitley on both Instagram and Facebook, The Feminine Arts Academy on both Instagram and Facebook, and Arts Feminine on Twitter. I love y'all so very, very, very much. I really do. Um, And remember to get in alignment to receive your assignment. Talk to y'all soon.